You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Coach Mayer, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hey everybody, Happy New Year. Welcome to 2022 with your friends at Kapow, the pop culture podcast. My name's Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. Seth, you heard it in the intro. He's back. Coach Mayer. Happy New Year. Year. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Doing the big show. This has somehow become an annual tradition. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how or why, but it works, so let's keep keep going yeah. with it. One year we didn't have Jared here for it, and he complained the next year. I just recently re-listened to it. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't invited last year. I was like, uh, I think you said you couldn't come. I don't know. That doesn't sound like something I would say, but just <laughs> listen to it, I'll believe it. So what is it, Jordan, what are we doing? We're talking all the upcoming movies slated to be released this year. We didn't do it last year. That's what I was wa- just wondering. I, I was trying to think in my head. I was like, yeah. how m- number one, how many locations have we done this before? Yeah. And number two, did we do this last year? Because yeah, this is it. last year. Last year was the only year we didn't do it because it wasn't anything different than the year before's episode. Yeah. It's all the same movie. We're still waiting on the same movie. And we will be announcing a lot of the same movies two years later, but there's a lot of other stuff too. So, of course, this is all tentative because they're already starting to cancel stuff and push things back. Well, Spider-Man made a billion dollars, so I think they're they're gung ho. They're they, they're they think we. Uh... We've yeah. proven we'll go out to the theaters. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how many of these get pushed back. All right, well, let's jump it off here. Let's start the year off. As we go, I would like you to write down any that you're interested in. Now, we <laughs> Jordan uh, famously uh, writes you know, predicts how many he's actually going to go to the theater to see. It's always single digits. It's never been double digits. And that was before. Got another. Yeah. (laughs) Pre-code. Yeah. I got another another Odyssey theaters gift card in my stocking this year. So we'll see if I can make it. I can stretch it the whole year. I hope bad boys five is coming out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we were pretty hyped. I just listened. We were we were really hyped for Bad Boys. <laughs> yeah, the last time we did this, we we surprised Jordan on his 40th birthday and mm. told him we were going the next night to go see it. That's funny. We did. Yeah, yeah we made it. That I was... turned 42 on Monday, so there we go. Yeah. We got this down to a science. Um, yeah. So, much like last time, what we're going to do is you guys write down the ones that you're most interested in, and at the end of this, we will calculate up collectively between the four of us what our Kapow most anticipated movies of the year are. And we'll do that at the end. So keep track of what sounds interesting. 
So we're starting off in January. We'll go back a week here. We're already a week into uh, January, but that the 355 movie came out. A bunch of girls, Jessica Chastain and the rest of them. They're all spies. I saw the preview like a million times last month and I'm not going to watch this. Movie. Um, and the Tinder bar came out on prime, but that's that Ben Affleck movie. Uh, it's based on some book, but I don't think it's big head either. So then th- moving into the second week today, big movie came out scream. That's the full title. Dropping the number. There's certain rules to surviving. Believe me, I know. They always come back. The killer is a part of something in the past. This one just feels different. You're all in danger. Mom? Where? Sydney. I've seen this movie before. Not this movie. You said we were going to finish this. Go finish it, Sydney. And I recently we watched one a week. He'd never seen them. We watched one, two, three, four over the last month, and then we went and saw Scream Five today. I've already seen it. Boom, got one already on my list of 2022 movies I've seen. You guys, Scream fans at all? Have you seen them all anyway? You think I've no? No. I, I like the first one a lot, but I yeah. Know, diminishing returns the further it went. They yeah. are, but they they hold up better than I remembered. So we had a really good time. I loved the rewatch and he enjoyed them all. So we had, I'm, sure we, the, I'm sure the technology is uh, a little bit different <laughs> with the big yeah. boxy phones and the VHS tapes. It's something actually the further they get along, the less modern they, they feel <laughs> like they're trying to be modern. So they don't, you know, but, uh, we were the only ones. A, that, she gets a text asking if she likes scary movies now. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't Basically. work. She, she sends a slides into her DMs. <laughs> we uh, we were the only ones in the theater though that that screamed when Dewey came out. We're like Dewey. Okay. Next week, bunch of nothing. This is the dead zone here, January and February. This is where the garbage comes out. Something redeeming love and the king's daughter. That's something with Pierce Brosnan. We don't care about that. We're moving on. 128. We're getting orphan, orphan colon. There's going to be a lot of colons again, as usual. This is an orphan colon. First kill. So this is like a sequel to apparently there was something orphan. And we're done with. January was that quick enough for you? Close. That was good. I yeah. like that. January I enjoyed that. Okay. And we got February on the fourth. We get the worst person in the world, which is 
everybody seems to be counting as a 2021 movie. It's on a lot of people's top tens. Um, but if I can't even see it till February, it is not going to be a 2021 movie for me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, but but I am looking forward to seeing it when it comes out here. It's a uh, some indie movie, but I don't really know anything about it. Uh, that also two four. This is a movie that got pushed back from last year. Jackass Forever. <laughs> Just saw that previewed again tonight. It's uh, you know, there it's probably the last one with this group of guy, the original yeah, what's people, left you know. It? Yeah, we've literally what is yeah. left of they're they're gonna destroy themselves one more time. I yeah, think they so got many so, stunts left in those yeah. <laughs> I think they got so desperate they invited Bam Margera back for this one. So oh, I didn't, he wasn't in the preview that I saw. So, but maybe that's a big. Maybe I just spoiled it. Segment. Yeah. And the other big movie, big I use loosely, Moonfall. Have you guys seen that preview with Patrick Wilson? July 20th, 1969. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. In school, you were taught that Apollo 11 lost contact with the world for two minutes. the greatest sentence anyone's ever said as that preview makes me chuckle i don't know why that, it, how, oh it how, looks terrible how super serious it is that the moon's gonna crash into us <laughs> yeah it looks terrible it's a mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit see it's falling hmm. i say let it it's time <laughs> I mean, at that point <laughs> i don't understand the action movie aspect of that of like getting in a car and racing just sit down, get a chair out and sit down and watch. Cause what are you going to do when the moon hits the earth? Right. It's a very 90s. It seems like a very nineties movie. Like, you know, it seems yeah. a little out of, out of its time. But yeah. It looked very dumb, but who, it could be fun. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Halle Berry and Patrick Wilson, I think. So it, it's the problem is it's like not something I want. It's not like 
I want to go see something I really love, go to the theater. But th so this is not that, but this feels like a movie. If you're going to like it at all, you have to see it in the theater, you know. Anyway. Then the next week, sometimes, you know, occasionally there's some movies here that actually have dates for streaming. And some of the biggest movies of the year are going to be out on streaming. There's some uh, Soderbergh movie coming out on HBO called Kimmy, K-I-M-I, -I, with Zoe Kravitz. Hmm. So that might be, I mean, I like Soderbergh movies. You guys, uh, did you watch No Sudden Move last year? Some people liked. And uh, this is um, a tech worker discovers recorded evidence of a violent crime. So I'm sure everyone's going to try to kill her. February 11th, we have a couple things. Marry Me. This is some very terrible looking uh, rom-com with Owen Wilson and Jennifer Lopez. That is based on a graphic novel. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, cool. I saw the preview for this. I did too. It was awful looking. I just remember seeing the preview for it. Owen Wilson. Man, yeah. did he look old with some really dyed blonde hair <laughs> it looks pretty bad um then we have death on the nile which is the next agatha christie ensemble cast movie kenneth brana so i didn't see the first one they did but i kind of feel like catching up watching it might be good and blacklight who would be in a movie called blacklight this is kind of a very generic Thing. let me read the plot uh travis block a freelance government operative living on the fringes comes to term with his shadowy past is it the rock huh? no okay might as well be it's liam neeson i was just gonna say that mm. so yep. if it was set in the arctic or with a snowplow right so. that's so two <laughs> years ago Jeez. all right going on to the 18th, uh, we got Uncharted. Mm -hmm. This is the video game. This is the one we've been yeah. saw previews for recently. Got uh, Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. And I've played all four of these video games. They're some of the best adventure games. Just great, great. I mean, some, the best. They're so pretty. Always show off what the PlayStation... What, you know, that's the one they demo. So mm -hmm. this is going to be some be terrible it. version of that. You yeah, know? <laughs> it'll make a bunch of, it'll make a ton of money though. Will right, it? Yeah, right around Valentine's Day, all these meatheads yeah. want to take their women out and show them a terrible time watching Uncharted. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I played the games as well. I mean, I... I really enjoyed the games and like, you know, they, they've got an interesting story kind of backstory kind yeah. of thing going on. So, yeah, I, I mean, I could see it where, you know, it is, it's, it's, you know, national treasure and Indiana Jones, all that stuff kind of together. Yeah. But like you could make a good movie franchise kind of thing out of it. Uh, you know, it seems a little miscast, but I mean, I like both, both those guys. I like Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. So um, I could see it working or, yeah, I, who knows it? Like I said, it could be a disaster. It could be something right. interesting. I'm sure I will watch it sometime this year, but it's probably not in the theater. Um, or, or on that uh, Valentine's Day, 
timing, will they be watching Dog? A movie called Dog. Now, last time we did this, there was a lot of dog movies we talked about. Every other movie had a dog in it. Well, they're going back to the well, and they're literally just calling this Dog, I think. Uh, it's Channing Tatum and a dog. That's okay. all you need to know. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Okay, and then the last weekend of February, we got The Devil's Light, just some thriller. Doesn't look like anything. Uh, the Outfit, Zoe Deutsch, and a bunch of nobody else. Uh, the biggest movie, I guess, would be Studio 666. Has anybody seen the preview for that? I just saw that trailer. Oh. It uh, this is a Foo Fighters playing themselves in a comedy horror movie, I believe, and it doesn't look good. But, it seems like know. again, it's such like a throwback idea. Like let's cast yeah. this popular band that the kids love in a movie. It's like all right, they don't people don't seem to do that anymore. Or and the kids don't love Foo Fighters. Yeah, I know. <laughs> let's cast this ancient rock band. Right. <laughs> We're all fifty years old. Right. right. Yeah. The kids love. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Okay, next page. Glory <laughs> to March. Are they not? Have I don't know any of these movies. Like, are they? Am I out of the loop, or are, are studios not advertising? Because these are pretty recent movies, and I, I haven't I haven't heard of the majority of them. So, yeah, I don't know a what's going advertising on. is down, or my awareness is down. I, I think they I think they probably are scared to spend any money on advertising for movies they're going to pull from theaters. All right, get your pens out. First week of first week of March. The Batman. Stay still. excited about this at all well that's very cliff of you yeah come on it's too dark for you is that it uh yeah it's, come it's, on vengeance let's do this i don't need another batman movie i do 
Do you? Yeah, sure. Give it to me. Like, the most exciting thing I saw was the car. Yeah, that sounds good. I like the, the car. Ca- the car looked cool. Uh, Zoe, this is Zoe Kravitz's. Yeah, Selena she looked Kyle. cool. Okay. I like her, but I saw. That's not enough for you. <laughs> no, yeah. I saw that. I saw that released picture of the penguin and it just looked terrible and the riddler with the green mask on uh, i I feel like i'm going into this one as like whatever i get's a bonus yeah i'm not i don't have anything riding on this like i've had plenty of good batman movies right i've had plenty of good bad batman but if i want to watch a batman movie i want to watch one i haven't seen already give me another batman movie (laughs) so i yeah if this one's bad it won't ruin my day if it's good uh, great if it's it's not one of our famous points if it's good great. (laughs) yeah i hope everything's good that would be great i think that was like yeah (laughs) i'm excited got a good cast it's nice and dark it's i don't know I'm going to watch it. Okay. And we got, there's something called Tyson's Run. That sounds like uh, something, mm. somebody uplifting. Is that like yeah, Logan? We don't run? care about that. We don't care about it. Cannonball Mike Tyson Run? Keep on chi- walking. Chicken Company. <laughs> March 11th. We were going to have a movie. You could have played your, you probably will still play the preview, won't you, right now? I don't uh, know. For Turning, turning Red. All right, guys. The quadratic formula. Let the fun begin. Who could tell me how the formula begins? X equals... (gasps) No, no, no. This isn't happening. What is that? Oh, snap! Settle down, little goblins. Whoa. It was supposed to come out on March 11th in theaters, but mm-hmm. they, I believe they pulled it already, and it'll just be a Disney Plus mm. thing, so... But still counts. Streaming still counts, so... That'll be a big release in March. That's the Pixar one? Is that Pixar, or is that just Disney? I think that's Pixar. It's I Pixar. believe it is also. Yeah, it is Pixar, and it is... Introduces Maylee, a confident, dorky, 13-year-old, torn between staying her mother's dutiful daughter and the chaos of adolescence. And as if changes to her interests, relationships, and body weren't enough, whenever she gets too excited, she poofs into a giant red panda. So it's a, you know, something to do with your body changing. Sure, it will be fine. Yeah. Or great. I Maybe. Mean. Is this a Lin Manuel Miranda thing to do with this? Mm, no. Yeah. Uh, then we have oh the Adam Project. This is uh, another Ryan Reynolds movie on Netflix. So we got that. I haven't watched any of them yet. Uh, you know, 
saying Adam like Adam and Eve or Atom like split the Adam? Like Adam and Eve. Adam, okay. The Adam Project. It is a man travels back in time to get help from his younger self. Oh, multiple Ryan Reynolds. Mm. Oh, I hope they bicker with each other. Oh, I'm sure it'll be. (laughs) (laughs) Also has Jennifer Garner, Sean Levy, Mark Ruffalo, Zoe Saldana, Catherine Keener. There's uh, some people in it. We'll see. We will see. And the week after that, we have, this is uh, March 18th. We have Downton Abbey, colon, A New Era. Oh. So what twist? Oh, let's see. Get your pens out. (laughs) (laughs) Follows the lives of the Crawley family and their servants in the family's Edwardian country house. Oh, well, they're not giving us any deets here. This is <laughs> just straight up Downton Abbey. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I watched the people. last one. It was fine. I mean, it, it was just, yeah. just more of the show. It was, you know, yeah. if you like the show, you'll like it fine. <laughs> what more could you possibly want? This would have made more sense to me on that Valentine's Day weekend. Seems like. How can you compete with dog? (laughs) People are going to be dogging it up on Valentine's Day weekend. You know, I'm right. Uh, uh, That this weekend, uh, they moved some of these dates around. So uh, glad I'm going to the updated list. Here we got Operation Fortune, colon, Roostiger. Those are foreign words to me. And this is uh, Josh Hartnett, Jason Statham, Guy Ritchie, Aubrey Plaza, Hugh Grant, some action movie. And I saw the preview before something I watched up in Columbus and didn't look good. It did not look (laughs) good to me. It is a uh, super spy Orson Fortune, Jason Statham, must track down and stop the sale of deadly new weapons, blah, 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 Hugh Grant. Aubrey Plaza was like, bear, was being Barry Aubrey Plaza. It was just like she had a gun. Was like, like he's like, what are you gonna do with that? Well, I'm going to shoot bullets from it or something. It was just like so stupid. Really annoyed. I like whatever Josh Hartnett was in a movie. I've not yeah. heard that name in years. <laughs> yeah, he's probably the best part about the movie. <laughs> remember that the Guy Ritchie's last movie? I actually liked more than I thought I would. Colin Farrell. Yeah, you even said in our last, where we were previewing that movie in the last episode of this, you said, I hope this is better than his previous ones. You know, and look, it, it ended, was. It, it ended up being all right. But the, the gentleman, is that what that was? Yeah, called? yeah, that was cool. All right. And something called The Unbreakable Boy with Zachary Levi. This is a boy, boy with <laughs> rare brittle bone disease gets smashed by Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I'm assuming that's what it is. Okay. Um, then we have a movie coming out on March 24th called Moonshot. Moon. Two moon, college. Moon is having quite a year this year. Yeah. I know. It's a big yeah. moon year. 
Well, it fell. Now they got to shoot it back up there. Yeah. <laughs> Two college students join forces and sneak on board a space shuttle to a colonized Mars in order to be united with their significant others, starring either Zach or Cody. Oh, man. <laughs> and Zach Braff, and I don't know who else. Lana Condor. Why is it not called Mars Shot? It's the way you got to get your momentum uh, around the moon, I assume. Yeah, didn't you see Star Trek uh, 4? Come on. <laughs> anyway, that's an HBO Max thing coming out. And then <laughs> the next day in actual theaters, I've seen this preview a couple times, The Lost City. This is Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, where she is a, a adventure writer, fiction writer, and he is the cover fabio model who thinks he basically he he thinks he is the guy or wishes he was Hmm. and uh jana radcliffe swoops in uh, you know it says basically the stuff she made up could really lead them to the lost city or whatever and it's a zany adventure like that it feels like We've seen something like this. It feels like kind of Galaxy Quest, like the mm. you're the fake version, but you can really, you know, who knows? How awesome would it be if yeah. you played a dead body and they just rode him to the city? But uh, what the hell is the name of that movie? I can I couldn't think of the name of it. Yeah, it's uh, Swiss Army Fart Man. Island. Swiss Army Man, yeah. Swiss yeah, Army Man, yeah. In the top 100, it's fantastic. Speaking of them. From the creators of Swiss Army Man, great mm. segue, Cliff. Nice. This same weekend that we're talking about comes a movie I'm looking forward to. Maybe I'm going to add it to my list here. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Michelle Yeoh. This is, this is the trailer they released where she's in a multiverse. Ooh, yeah. And uh, let's read it here. Tells the story of an exhausted Chinese-American woman who can't seem to finish her taxes. This seems like a very uh, weak amount of details in the plot here. But has everyone seen the preview for this? If you have not seen the preview for... If you have not seen the preview for everything, everywhere, all at once, I say don't. Don't see the preview. You thought I was going to tell you to go watch it. I'm saying no. Just watch the movie. uh, Because it looks like... It will be good. And if you like Swiss Army Man, which I I very much did, I'm looking forward to something else for me. You gotta say the other actor that was that was in it. if you don't think you've seen Josh Hartnett in a while, the other <laughs> actor in this movie is someone else you've not seen in quite a while. Who? Short round. Oh, that's right. Wow. <laughs> Data from the Goonies or yeah. Short Round from Indiana Jones. You call true, him Dr. Yeah. Jones. I think there is a little irony in us doing this this show every year where we preview movies, but most of the hosts on the show do not watch trailers. Yeah. I watch him in the theater. I try to avoid him otherwise. <laughs> yeah, most podcasts or YouTube videos, it's like breaking down every frame of a trailer to, to try to not us. tell their audience as much information as they can. We're like, we actively avoid information. <laughs> right. <laughs> Are, are, if, you, you don't watch the trailers and then you th- talk about how you don't want to see any of the movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different, it's a different take. Yeah. In <laughs> fact, I encourage our listeners to barely listen to this. Just 
Just turn the volume down real low. Do something else that requires a lot of concentration in, in, while you're listening. In years past, we used to ask Michael to just make up what he thought it was about. We would give him the title, and then he would do the he would make yeah. it up. So yeah. <laughs> April Fool's Day. I feel like they picked the right date. Morbius. Oh, God. <laughs> this is the Jared... was supposed to be out. Two years 30, ago. Yeah, it's been out. There's been multiple release dates, including like it's supposed to come out like this week, I think, was the latest. <laughs> yeah. We an- we announced this two years ago on on this podcast, and we're still waiting. Not I mean, still not we still have yet to anticipate or you know, yeah. really think too hard about it. But this is the Dangerously ill with a rare blood disorder and determined to save others suffering his same fate, Dr. Morbius attempts a desperate gamble. Okay. I don't know a lot about Morbius. I'm sure Jordan does. I'm mostly from the 90s cartoon where he wasn't allowed to drink blood or say the word blood. So he needed plasma. I must have your plasma. (laughs) So every episode was him looking for plasma. Cool. (laughs) Then also on April Fool's Day, we have something called the contractor. It is after being involuntary discharged from the U.S. Special Forces, James Harper, played by Liam Neeson. Hmm? Is it Liam Neeson again? (laughs) No. Chris Pine. Okay. Decides to support his family by joining a private contracting organi- organization alongside his best friend. It's cute. Nope. It's it's too obvious. Ben Foster. They're back together for a movie here. And Kiefer Sutherland. But I don't <laughs> think this is gonna be this is this is this is third build <laughs> that we can. Okay, uh then we got April eighth. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Anybody see the first one? No. Me neither. Is Although I heard it was... That's, that's like Tails or something. It has a sub subheading, I thought. No, it no. doesn't. Okay. It should have. But yeah, I'm sure Tails will be there. So, uh, let's see. Then we got Bullet Train. Now, this one sounds... All right. I was actually interested, I believe, when I read it. On a train, there are five assassins, each with their own purpose. Unbeknownst to the five people, there are two more on the train to complicate matters. Whoa. It was like one of those games you try to get us yeah. to play. Like, yeah. like right, Mafia. Now, we're all on a train. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to hand you a card. It's a, it could right. be a bullet card. Right. Brad hey, Pitt. Stop now, listen. train. Stop train. We got Brad Pitt, Michael Shannon. Sandra Bullock, David Leach, Aaron Johnson, Antoine Fuqua. I know that name, but I can't think who that is. Joey King, Logan Lerman, Brian Tyree Herman, Zazie Beats, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Bunch of people. Antoine Fuqua is a guy. He directed Training Day. Oh, okay. So anyway. I think I could believe up to three, maybe four different assassins on the same train, but five is just it's too much i can't well they would have said seven but they thought you literally wouldn't believe that so they're just too complicating matters anyway 
That sounds decent. And then another crazy movie coming out that weekend that I recently saw the trailer for. Ambulance. This is two desperate brothers attempt a robbery in order to pay for their dying mother's health care. The job goes south and they steal an ambulance (laughs) with a dying heart patient in it. This is a Michael Bay movie. With- I was just gonna I say that that could be two very different movies, three yeah, very different right. movies. That could be a very gritty indie drama. No, it could be a ridiculous comedy, mm-hmm. or it could be a Michael Bay. Movie. Yeah, I think it's a ridiculous Michael Bay movie with Jake Gyllenhaal uh, and, and Garrett D. So I was like, <laughs> I thought the trailer looked like just crazy enough to work. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, and then we have actually Garrett Dillahunt could be he could star in all three versions of that movie. He could be the little indie, you know, yeah. low budget thing, or he could be the wacky, crazy guy, or he could be Michael Bay. All right, then we got April fifteenth. Oh, we got a colon here. Fantastic Beast colon Secrets of Dumbledore. Mm. I didn't watch the other two. I think uh, I saw I like... the first one. Yeah, Mads Mickelson, Jude Law, Ezra Miller, Eddie Redmayne. I mean, there's people mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. Maybe they'll did get your, it right. Did your kids get into that one, Jared? I know they're Harry Potter fans. Do they like the, the offshoot stuff? No, I think Xander watched the other two. He's kind of the biggest Harry Potter fan, but yeah, I don't know that not not as into the that side of the universe as uh, as the main movies, I would say, but I'm sure he'll want to see it. Yeah, I don't remember there being any like kid characters in in that in those movies. It was all kind of adult wizards in a lot of real, almost real world situations type thing. So, if I remember right. All right. The next week we have this is four twenty two. The Northmen. He's here. He's here. Mother! Father is here! The king, my lady. The king. Your fate is set and you cannot escape it. How I've missed you, my son. One day this kingdom will be yours. Thank you, Father. My king. Father! Remember, for whom you shed your last teardrop. I can feel now. They may see this preview. This is right. This is yeah. This is the guy. The this is Edgers. Right yes. Yeah. yeah. Was uh, the witch? We like that. Wasn't that him? And uh, the witch and uh, the lighthouse. Yes. But I like both of those movies. So this is Me the too. Northman. This looks. This looks good. Anya Taylor Joy mm-hmm. again. Willem Dafoe again. 
Alexander Skarsgård, Ethan Hawke, Nicole Kidman. An action-filled epic that follows a young Viking prince on his quest to avenge his father's murder. It looks I, good. I saw somebody share this and just kind of rolled my eyes like uh, more Viking stuff because like there seems to be a lot of Viking stuff in pop culture the last few years. Mm. But then I'm like, oh, it's it's this guy. Okay, let's <laughs> right. give it a shot. And it seems much less polit like the witch it tried to be historically accurate with the dialogue and stuff so i feel like this is less you know pop culture viking than maybe mm. real dirty <laughs> gritty Viking. but then bjork shows up so who knows what this movie is bjork's right. involved right i'm i'm all about it this one this one looks good um then we also have the bad guys this is an animated movie so, the story of Batty. This is apparently it's a it's a book series, I guess. I think Valerie was talking about it the other day. That the animation the looks kids, like book art. Yeah, you know. the kids at school are excited about it. I guess, but yeah, I guess it's a popular book series of some kind with the youngsters. So I'm sure it's uh, well. I'm sure. Yeah, the story of Batty's Mr. Wolf, Mr. Steak, Mr. Piranha, Mr. Shark, and Ms. Tarantula. Sounds great. Uh, and the meta-looking movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I know this. I did not see the trailer, but it was floating around here a few weeks ago. It's a Nicolas Cage movie, which basically is supposed to be, he stars as himself. You know? Yeah, it's also on this. A fictionalized version of him must accept accept a million dollar offer to attend the birthday of a dangerous super fan, Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. Th- things take a wildly unexpected turn when he's recruited by a CIA, CIA operative, Tiffany Haddish, and forced to live up to his own legend, channeling his on-screen character. This actually sounds good. <laughs> I like this plot. Yeah, I watched the trailer. It's, it's him very much... Uh... It's a very meta, very yeah, you know, steering into his own uh, eccentricity. I, sounds good to me. Then the last week of April, on the 29th, we have sixty-five. Is the name of the movie? We have no plot details. It's got Adam Driver in it, so I don't know. <laughs> and memory. Perfect. Exactly. I'm in. I wrote it down. All, all you need to know. I like Out of Driver, so and it's 65. Who knows? That sounds like anything more is overkill. It's like <laughs> I'm I'm going pretty fast if it's speed. I'm I'm going decently fast with the flow of traffic, or if I'm in town, I'm running into people. Um, this is Memory. It's the next movie here. It look. Uh, it follows Alex Lewis, played by Liam Neeson, an expert assassin with a reputation for discreet precision. Caught in a moral quagmire. Uh, he's always... <laughs> Giggity. Alex refuses to complete a job that violates his code. Man, this is just right. Oh, it's got... Now, wait a minute. What? It's got Guy Pierce, and this is about memory. 
That sounds familiar. Okay. I don't know what that is. Let's move on to May. Oh, man. I feel like we're getting into the good ones now. Oh, yeah. Okay. So now this is the the big weekend, right, Jordan? This is your big free comic book day weekend? Free comic book day is moving back to May. So it'll be the first Saturday of May. Yeah, so that means that we got a movie coming out. What's the what's the one issue? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. In the multiverse of madness. So we all just saw that preview at the end of Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, we all saw the trailer there. Whether we wanted to or not, we thought we were gonna get some little stinger. Got a whole trailer. So we're looking forward to that. that and then something called Mrs. Nope. Skip it. Let's move on. <laughs> then we got May 13th. Untitled Blumhouse movie. So who knows? Something paranormal or insidious, I'm sure. <laughs> um, they haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. May 20th. Cliff, we got DC League of Super Pets. Oh yeah, this is an animated movie, right? Yeah, it's got a big crypto. Yeah, um, he must convince a ragtag shelter pack, Ace the Hound, PB the potbelly the pig, Merton the turtle, and Chip the squirrel to master their own (laughs) newfound powers. They got to rescue the superheroes. I can't wait till the Snyder Cut comes out on that one. Oh man. It's got John Krasinski, Kevin Hart, It'll Keanu be the first Reeves. cartoon all in gray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got The Rock. Got all those people in it. So, if you like that, there you go. Originally, this uh, we had announced this movie. I don't know if this one movie's ever going to come out. What? Well, got at one point this weekend had Legally Blonde, Blonde three. We announced that two years ago. Then it was on the list for this year again. I don't know whether that's three Glee Blonde. Is that what that would be? But it's still, they still haven't even made this movie. I don't know what's going that, on. That really hurts our credibility. Yeah. <laughs> We're going, well, I want to let everybody know they have not made this movie yet, and it's probably going to be a while. Okay. And then at the end of May, mm. we may have announced this a couple of years ago Top Gun Maverick. Colon Maverick. So more, whatever we said two years ago, again. And also, Bob the Bob's Burgers movie we announced two years ago. Mm-hmm. They just it's put a trailer out for on this list. Mm-hmm. We should have played that that episode again. <laughs> yeah, where we announced these movies. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not a huge Bob's Burgers guy. I've seen a couple episodes, but I know that a lot of people are. But we know there's no plot other than it. It's the Bob's Burgers movie. No, they put the trailer out for it, and um, I still don't know exactly what the movie's about. Other than that's it what looks like an episode of yeah, Bob's yeah. Burgers. So. Yeah, Bob's I didn't, Burgers movie. Yeah, I didn't see anything that was bigger that, that right would you know, necessitate you know. Yeah. All right, and then I don't think there's anything to begin very beginning of June, hmm. but on the tenth. Jurassic World Dominion. Oh boy. Last time I watched one of these Jurassic World movies, 
the packed theater and I sat right next to that guy and told him to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, we are not in your living room. And then I sat by him the whole movie while he probably wanted to kill me. It was packed. Like that gives me a re- weird feeling because I can, that was some, that was a very <laughs> rem- memorable moment. And I, and I remember sitting there and there was not an empty seat in the theater. And I cannot imagine going to see a movie mm. like that now at no, all. I'd be so anxiety ridden. Yeah. Uh, We're so lucky. Like I was able to go see scream today and not worry about there's like 10 people in the whole mm. huge theater. I don't have to worry about. We're lucky we live in Marietta. Right. Um, <laughs> so Jurassic world, if you like that stuff, I'm sure I heard they're bringing back some legacy characters. So. Mm. Okay, cool. And then June 17th, I feel a trailer coming on. Lightyear. Cabin pressurization is underway. As we prepare for ignition. Flight recorders are on. T minus five. Four. Three. Two. One. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I thought this movie sounded like a total joke until I saw that that preview. I think it was at D, was it D twenty three? It was twenty two. <laughs> and uh, and uh, they put a little uh, put a little tra- uh, trailer out, teaser trailer out for it, and I was like, "Yep, I'm all I'm all on board for this one. Sounds great." Yeah, well, I vaguely remember there being some them making fun of Chris Evans because he said this was what after real Buzz Lightyear or something. And what I don't know, some stupid yeah. quote he had. Yeah, yeah it's about, anyway, it's about the about the young test pilot. Yeah, the, the guy the that race. inspired the Buzz Lightyear toy. Let's the come. story you assume you thought you knew. There you go. You're didn't, totally wrong. Story you didn't need to know, but you didn't really ask do. For. <laughs> <laughs> the story we had no business telling. We're over halfway through here. And June 24th, we have a movie entitled Elvis. So Elvis. Starring Austin Butler, which who played who was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, played I think Tex or something was his name, but a young actor got some buzz. It also has Tom Hanks in it, so I I don't know how big a role he has in it, but he's probably the colonel. I would yeah, he's probably the colonel. Hell, he could be the next colonel. Sanders too. Uh, a lot of people it's going through. Baz through. Lerman. It's Baz oh. Lerman. Okay. Really? I don't put. I don't. I don't. My mind can't combine <laughs> Elvis music and like mm-hmm. lavish musical stuff. So okay. <laughs> okay, it's good to know. Although I guess Elvis it. made a hundred of those movies. He made a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> you know, colorful musical stars career, but I don't know. Something. Something doesn't register. We also have Where the Crawdads Sing movie. This sounds like a bit, that sounds like a book title. I guess it must be yeah, based on book. book. 
feel like Valerie read that book. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like I saw. Yeah, I think I saw a girl work read this. Uh, so who's starring in it? Then? Well, I'll read the I'll read the description, and then you guess who's in it. Abandoned by her family, a young woman named Kaya raises herself all alone in the marshes outside of her small town. When her former boyfriend is found dead, she's instantly branded by the local townspeople and law enforcement as the prime suspect. Well, it says a young woman, but that's not his headline in this. Is not a young woman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got no guesses. All right. Reese Witherspoon is who is the headliner here. And Garrett D is in the. <laughs> yeah. And also that weekend, I saw the preview tonight for Scream. This is based on a Joe Hill short story from 20, 20th Century Ghosts, and it's getting a lot of buzz. As a lot of horror people are saying this is going to be a. They moved it to the summer because it was getting such good ratings they wanted to make some money off of it it's called the black phone and let's see what the plot says finney shaw a shy but clever 13 year old boy is abducted by a sadistic killer and trapped in a soundproof basement where screaming is of little use when a disconnected phone on the wall begins to ring he discovers he can hear the voices of the killer's previous victims and they're dead set on making sure that what happened to them doesn't happen to Finney. If, if, Ethan Ethan Hawk is in this. He's the bad guy. If if that phone don't work, why the hell is it hanging on the wall? It does work. And dead people are calling him. No, you said you and what you read said the phone it's disconnected. I didn't say it didn't work. <laughs> My phone's disconnected. <laughs> um. And last weekend, oh boy, let's see, June 29th, Shotgun Wedding. Uh, Darcy and Tom gather their families for a destination wedding. But as the couple begins to get cold feet, the entire wedding party is taken hostage. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Starring, ugh, we have... Jennifer Lopez, Josh Dumal, and Ryan Reynolds. Yay. Okay, let's move it on to August. There we put that down. <laughs> Anticipated movie one. Okay. I swear we like movies, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't have to have Ryan Reynolds. I used to like him. July 1st. We announced this movie a couple years ago. It is Minions colon The Rise of Gru. Mm. And then see this because that's gonna be July 4th time. So I'm surprised that's the only real thing coming out right then. But then the week weekend after July 4th, got a big release from Marvel. Thor's colon Love and Thunder. Mm. Taika Watiti. What's this one's gonna be about? It says Full emotion, love, and thunder. <laughs> and introduces the first time female Thor. We know how Odin feels about that. That's, we're all looking forward to that, I'm sure. Sounds fun. Uh, July 15th. Nope. Nothing. And <laughs> We're still watching 
Love and Thunder that week. Yeah, be watching that guy. And then July twenty second. This one, this one's of interest here. Nope. Remember what nope is? The Jordan Peele. Yes. Mm. Jordan Peele movie. Got a uh, Kiki Palmer, Daniel Kaluuya, Michael Wincott, Barbie Ferreira, Stephen Young. So no plot details, just the way I like it. I know I'm going to see this. Jordan's going to get attacked by a deer on his way home. <laughs> Nope. All the things are going to... That's the only details that have been released. <laughs> <laughs> so, excited about that. Then we have, on the 29th, a movie I don't think I will see, but I bet Cliff will. Black Adam. Yeah, I probably will. A corrupted ancient Egyptian predecessor of captain marvel fought his way to modern times to challenge captain marvel and his marvel family associates the rock punches his way from ancient egypt to modern times yes that's that's all written right here and he still has the same tattoos on yeah that's the twist those are egyptian tattoos now yes He yeah, they, they showed a little little tease at the the dc fandom thing and this I said, as light and family-friendly as Shazam was, this seemed very dark and mm. gritty and violent. I feel like they've been talking about him playing Black Adam for like 15 years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it definitely yeah, feels that seems... way. The interesting part is not The Rock to me of this movie, so I'm hoping we see a lot of Justice League classic characters. Um, I do know... They've got somebody playing Adam, Adam Smasher um, from a storyline of, you know, probably what, Jordan, 10, 15 years ago um, and how he kind of corrupted him. And anyways, it's a big Candique uh, storyline. A what? That was the country he he um, uh, he was in charge of. So one of them fake D.C. countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. So that's a that's something. There's nothing the first week of August currently. Then we have something called The Man from Toronto, but doesn't look like much. Then we have an untitled Disney live action slated for this. What is it, Cliff? I do not make know. something up. Predict something. Untitled oh, Disney live action. Live action. It is the Apple Dumpling Gang rides <laughs> again, again, again. <laughs> It's a gritty reboot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like it. Starring black, Ryan Reynolds. Black and white. Yeah, black and white. <laughs> the, the ghost of, of Don Knotts and Tim Conway come back. <laughs> well, well, what what animated movie haven't they re, right. I don't redone know. as live action? Yeah, because we were really tearing yeah. up the other previous episodes of this we were given hell to aladdin if, and Dum- dumbo and all that stuff. could that be little mermaid i mean they they did the little mermaid it hasn't come out yet oh might be it might be it's got that girl from uh blackish not the main girl but one of the twin girl characters mm. so mm. all right we got it's got lin-manuel miranda yeah <laughs> no no doubt yeah 
What fish uh, is he playing? He's he's playing flounder. No, he I, mm, no he he would have to be Sebastian, wouldn't he? he yeah, he would have to be Latin accent. I guarantee it. <laughs> also, that weekend, secret headquarters. A kid discovers the secret headquarters of the world's most powerful superhero hidden beneath his home. Michael Pena, Owen Wilson. This is a Jerry Bruckheimer movie. Oh, I, th- I assumed it was animated. Hmm. It might be. It sounded like an animated mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, and then we have a Judd Apatow movie called Bros. Now, this is a gay rom-com, is what they're calling it. So it follows two men with commitment problems attempting a relationship. We don't get to, you know, this, you haven't got a this lot is, of these. Uh, it's Billy is this Eichner. Billy Eichner? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So Billy on the street? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Is he rooted? I heard a while back, because he was like writing. I think he's the writer as well. And for sorry, a dollar, for a dollar. Will you right. see my movie? Yeah. <laughs> so this is his no. big chance to step become up. a bigger star, you know. So yeah. ho- hopefully it's good. Um, Apatow has broken a whole lot of yeah comedic mm-hmm. actors. So if if anyone can give you a breakout role in a movie, it's him. Yep. Then August nineteenth, something called Beast. Uh, it says the father of two teenage girls find themselves being hunted by a massive lion in South Africa. The father looks like it is Idris Elba. Oh my then, stars and garters. Yeah. Then on the 26th of August, we have the Samaritan. Now that was a comic, right? Uh, I'll read it. A famed superhero goes missing after an epic battle, but is actually still around. And it's called the Megamind. Samaritan. Or just Samaritan. Yeah. So I feel like somebody like a, said this was. That sounds like a pulp character or. That's a character from Astro who, City, but that wouldn't be a. It wouldn't be. So who, who's playing this main character? Can't be Liam Neeson. He's already been in eight movies. Hmm. Who's playing the superhero? Yeah. Who's playing the the per, the you used to be superhero basically? Jonah Hill. Still around. Who? Jonah Hill. Mark Wahlberg. Sylvester Stallone. Oh. Maybe you know. Who knows? Every once in a while he pulls something out. Maybe this is a. This is the next cop land. What what know. was it called? Samaritan. Can he even pronounce that? That's why he quit. <laughs> Faked his death. It's a few too many syllables, but he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll give it a go. Uh, then on August 31st, Labor Day weekend, Wednesday, probably before it, we got, oh boy, oh, this doesn't look good. A small town pilot dies unexpectedly while flying a plane. Forcing passenger Doug White to land the plane safely in order to save his entire family. Maybe it's based on a true story or something. It's called On a Wing and a Prayer. Dennis Quaid, Heather Graham. Sounds like oh, a real feel-good movie. That is such a Dennis Quaid movie. Oh, <laughs> it is. 
It is very wow. Okay, he's the rookie pilot. <laughs> Jared got he's got okay. the right stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, September. That's 9th. it for Labor Day. Yeah, I I don't they'll they'll put something in there. Like yeah. I said, this is early. It's January. They'll slot some stuff in there, but no, there's nothing slotted for that actual weekend. But on September 9th, we have Salem's Lot. I don't know whether this is like a... I was hoping to see, like, what's the guy's name that's been doing all the Stephen King movies and stuff, right? Yeah, I guess Pet Cemetery was was pretty big. Yeah, we'll wait and see. I don't know. Don't have many details on this yet, but yes, it's based on that book. And Dark Harvest also comes out this weekend. It is a Halloween type movie. It says uh, who freaking knows? No details. Nine sixteen. The Woman King. We don't. Odin doesn't like it. We're I skipping to, I, it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Sounds like a fantasy. Um, Okay, Cliff, you saw something from this. This is White Bird Colon, a wonder story. Something to do with wonder. For for millions of readers and moviegoers, wonder is Hmm. the captivating, inspiring, uplifting story of power and kindness. In In White Bird Colon, Kindness even has the power to save lives. No oh, man. So it's, it's got... something to do with that universe. Hmm. And very, then we very then... popular book and movie. Yeah. Uh, grade school age children. Yeah. They, they all know that <laughs> that book. They've all read it. So. It's got Julia yeah. Roberts or Owen Wilson coming back. I don't say. think so. I don't think so. And nope. And then we have does Gillian Anderson, Gillian Anderson. Then we have Distant. Uh, this is a crash landing on an alien planet. An asteroid miner must make his way across the harsh terrain, running out of oxygen, hunted by strange creatures. To the only other survivor, a woman. <laughs> woman King. <laughs> Who was trapped at her escape pod? Naomi Scott, Rachel Brosnahan, Brian Cavanaugh Jones. All right, September twenty third, Puss in Boots: Colon. Oh God. <laughs> the mm. yeah, the Last Wish. We announced this two years ago. Also, yeah. Antonio Bandanas. That got a good laugh last time. Not a good okay. Uh <laughs> and then okay, this move next movie. I'm actually this is I'm anticipating this movie. Don't know much about it, but I like the de- details here. It's called Don't Worry Darling. It is an unhappy 1950s housewife comes to believe she is actually living in a simulation in which her husband's desire is to live in a past where women are subservient to their husbands. It's a sci-fi thriller uh, directed by Olivia Wilde, who I think she did Booksmart, was her last thing. 
Uh, this has Chris Pine. And I believe the uh, star is supposed to be Florence Pugh as the housewife. Oh. It's got Shia LaBeouf. I'm sure Chris Pine's the husband. But it's, uh, sounds interesting. And it's supposed to be kind of science fiction type thing. It feels like one division can F itself. It yeah. feels like a mashup yeah. of those two things. I like, yes. There you go. Nope. <laughs> um. So that's that's so the next thing the week after I'm going to be I'm going to have just seen that and then I'm going to get to hopefully see this movie we announced a couple years ago Mission Impossible 7 Man I've, I've been anticipating this movie <laughs> forever Is this the one where Tom Cruise yelled at everyone is that yeah, that's how yelled at a lot of people to get this movie made Yes <laughs> better appreciate it. That, wow, that was a long time ago. He did that yelling. He was he was yelling at people, and I want to see him yell at some more people. So, all the people coming back: Rebecca Ferguson, Palm, Simon Pegg, Ving Rhames, and Christopher McQuarrie. Home in it. He did a great job with Fallout. The best that was the the. Mission Impossible 6 was the best Mission Impossible so far, in my opinion, so. Loving it. Okay, then we have October. So, so back-to-back, we have good weekends. We got another one. If, if the dates stay the same. Spider-Man's colon, Across the Spider-Verse, Part 1. Boy. Can't wait for that. This is a... Uh, See if they gave us any kind of plot here. Miles Morales returns for the next chapter of the Spider-Verse saga, an epic adventure that will transport Brooklyn's full-time friendly neighborhood Spider-Man across the multiverse to join forces again with Gwen Stacy and a new team of Spider-People to face off with a villain. (laughs) They're really getting into... I love a villain. (laughs) I hate that guy. (laughs) Or woman. So we we'll we'll see uh, what happens, but definitely going to see that. I I, I, you don't, I know. don't know. I don't know that you need to go back to the well again. With like, I, I would. I think I'd prefer just a Miles story. Like, why do you have to team him up with the? Yeah. I know everybody. Or a Gwen. The, they could have the done. Bird. They could have done yeah, Gwen, Gwen this time. Yeah. We'll see. I agree. They just, they, sure they're like. They're like, this was really great, and we don't want to take away any of the pieces because we're not exactly sure what was the right one. <laughs> so we're just going to. It was that upside-down shot, guys, with What's Up Danger. That was the that oh, was the, the thing. The whole movie's going to be upside-down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have to set You, have you to loved how ceiling. jarring and un... <laughs> you, know, you loved how like, out of focus and uh, jarring yeah. it was. Uh, well, wait till it's upside-down. Yeah. Now and upside-down. <laughs> It's in 5D. Uh, and then we have the last of the current trilogy of Halloween. This is Halloween Ends. We had Halloween whatever was the one a couple years ago that everybody loved. was like, this is great. This is a great version of Halloween. Jamie Lee Curtis came back. And then last year was Halloween Kills, and everybody did not like it. They were like, wow, this sucks. What happened? <laughs> so now we have Halloween ends. Is that the one that came out on Peacock? 
Yes. Halloween Kills, yes. So, it sucked, I guess. <laughs> um, then the next weekend, we have Ticket to Paradise. A divorced couple journeys to Bali to stop their daughter from getting hitched. I think the daughter is Caitlin Deaver. Looks like the dad is George Clooney, or maybe he's directing. They don't give a lot of details here. Hmm. Take it to paradise. So whoop de doo. Uh, then I can't wait for the sequel. Two tickets. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Cold. Okay. November. We're already in November. Pinocchio coming out of Disney Plus. There's a, there's a Pinocchio. Sure. It's a remake, it says. No oh boy. So apparently there was a Pinocchio before this. Has anybody heard of that? <laughs> okay, then November 4th, big movie. The Flash. Hmm. Right? Yeah. This is no, I the only reason I'm it. <clears throat> Gotta interested. erase Henry Cavill from existence. All I know oh, and, is and Batman we're gonna have too. some Michael Keaton. Yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to. And I assume some yeah, we'll have all the maybe maybe we'll even get uh Vengeance in there. Get him in there. The Flash. So it's the Flash point or some version of Flashpoint mm-hmm. storyline. That's exciting. Uh and an untitled David O. Russell movie. Now this is a I'm I'm anticipating this movie. It's I like David O. Russell movies. And it has a typical David O. Russell cast, but that means a lot of stars. I like titles. Yeah, well, I don't know. You're getting picky. <laughs> but your cast is Margot Robbie, Robert De Niro, Zoe Saldana, Christian Bale, Michael Shannon, Anya Taylor-Joy, Andrea Riceborough, Mike Myers, Timothy Oliphant, John David Washington, Chris Rock. It's a lot of people. You know, might be good. I'm excited. 11 11. Black Panther colon. Kind of forever. Mm. Yeah, I think this we just heard went back uh, back into production this week. Oh, okay. Well, they'd stopped because one girl got hurt, right? Yeah, Letitia Wright had gotten hurt, and then there were reports that she didn't want to come back and be in well, she's got she's a little controversy with her and she the one that's anti-vaccine or something i don't know yeah i think so i don't want to spread those wakanda scientists are, yeah you think they'd be up on stuff <laughs> they've got those little beads yeah. they don't even need they don't even need needles you don't need a vaccine a when you got a bead <laughs> gonna explore the incomparable world of wakanda that's your plot so we'll see. That's that was a huge movie. That will be a huge freaking movie. I just yeah, I feel like there's a lot. This one's kind of balancing of like you know, you've lost your lead character. Yeah. You've had all these problems and delays. It's got a tie to the Marvel universe. It's got to live mm. up to the hype of the previous one. Like, I, Marvels are pretty sure bets. So I'm not I'm not betting against it, but it's just 
Yeah. This one Still has got Michael B. To, Jordan in there to yeah, there's a draw. Lot of, there's a lot of balls in the air that need to be juggled correctly. Yep. Or beads, I guess. Yeah, I was just going to say, there's a lot of beads in the air. <laughs> uh, 11-18, Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile. This sounds like a book. Was this a book? That, I, that sounds like a book. Sounds like one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lyle, the Crocodile, is the happiest crocodile any home ever had. Until one neighbor insists that Lyle belongs in a zoo. And that neighbor has a black and white flag <laughs> with a blue stripe on it. <laughs> he hangs it on his freedom pole. Inside jokes. <laughs> Yeah, I think everybody has that gets that vibe from <laughs> Lyle's neighbor. We've all got neighbors. <laughs> even, even Lyle lives next to these good people. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure, it'll be a big hit. She said is a movie. We don't know much about it. Uh, something to do with the Harvey Weinstein sex scandal is going to be a movie. Mm. So, Carrie Mulligan's in it. I like her. Zoe Kazan, Andre Brower. So many Zoe's this year too. I know I it's a big, big year for Zoe's. Yeah, out out doing the dogs this year. Dogs were big one year. Now it's Zoe's. It's always a le- year for Liam. <laughs> Liam's always big. We did have the one year it was Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, it was one year. The next year it was Tith- Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, what is the Zoe year? Is it okay? Didn't, didn't we do a year where it was we were anticipating a big uh, Jim, uh, Jim Caviezel? Uh, oh, yeah, on one of these shows. universe. Yeah, we the tried to make it happen. It didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to make it happen. He went all crazy. Also, okay, so eleven twenty three. This is Thanksgiving time. So we got some big stuff coming out here. Creed three, ooh, that, which I believe good. is directed by Michael B. Jordan. Andy's in it, so that's crazy. It's going to be big plot details. It's about Adonis Creed, son of Apollo Creed. <laughs> Never would have guessed that. Yeah, yeah. Is he going to fight? Uh, who's he going to fight? Is he going to fight Tessa uh, Thompson? He's fighting Tessa. Oh. Thompson. <laughs> is no. she uh she could be clubber lang's kid she's his girlfriend already i think he would know oh, that's she, right that's he right. would have already met dad Dang. by now yeah <laughs> dang on it maybe he's gonna be fight cool, clubber though. lang or that would be lips. cool clubber lang moves in next door yeah <laughs> starts putting up flags that's who the fool doesn't support the police <laughs> <laughs> um Uh, the Fablemans. This is, this sounds. I like Spielberg. This is a Spielberg joint where he's getting a little sentimental in his older age. What's going on out there, Cliff? I don't know. <laughs> I was waiting for it to backfire, but I think it they did made it for miles. Um, this has Steven Spielberg, Seth Rogen, Michelle Williams, Judd Hirsch. And a bunch of people, but this is a coming-of-age movie that is loosely based 
on Steven Spielberg's childhood growing up in Arizona. So he's getting a little nostalgic. All of his movies have always had some kind of things to do with fathers, pro- you know, problems with the fathers. Like I, I think he had some father issues and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what exactly happened maybe. But um, I, like, that, I like Spielberg. I want to just... see the origin story of when him and George Lucas meet. Yes. Yes. We will. Ha- I can't wait for your review and or voice. Do the voice. <laughs> as Rebecca Ferguson said in Dune. Do the voice. And the first thing I thought was Cliff doing <laughs> George Lucas. <laughs> what went across my mind. Um. Also, that weekend, maybe, they may have moved the dates around, but I've written down here, Strange World. Yeah, I think that is them. It is the animated thing, Journeys Deep into an Uncharted and Treacherous Land where fantastical creatures await. I think this is a Disney thing, right? Am I crazy? You should know about this, Cliff. Strange World. I don't remember hearing about Animated. That, yes, it's Disney's like pulpy animated thing. Mm. They just released, they had released like a couple images, but it's, it's very like a pulpy style cartoon with like the, uh, the, the font is like a ducktailsy font, like that kind of pulp style, you know, Indiana Jones type thing, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. They haven't released much about it, but it comes out that weekend. It will be big. It'll be big. All right. We're to December. Next December. Oh my gosh. That's a long way away. Is there anything coming up that's announced yet? We have Violent Night. That sounds. <laughs> sounds like uh, uh, that sounds dangerous. Hey guys, that's a that's something that's a thriller set around Christmas time. That's the follow up <laughs> to Ronald P. Tramp saves Christmas. Yeah. Exactly. Start writing the the screen. Start play. writing it now. Yeah, Violet Night. Who boy night? Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, then we don't have anything listed until the sixteenth of December. But that's it. Uh, you called it before we start recording there, Jordan. We got Avatar 2, supposedly. Oh, no. Finally on the slate again, officially, maybe. After Avatar. how many years has it been? Uh, the public is just clamoring. Mm-hmm. Oh. Can't walk out the door without people talking, talking Avatar 2. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a it's been a decade, and it's going to be set three years after the original film. <laughs> three years. Okay. They're exploring other moons. They're going. They're still going to use Sam Worthington and Zoe Saldana. So. was more Zoe's. Avatar was two thousand nine. More Zoe's. This mm. is the year of Zoe. Two thousand nine. Wow. So. Who knows? I, I hated mm-hmm. Avatar, so uh, I. But I'll see this. I'm quite sure. And I have still never it, seen the original. Well, you're not missing. You never have either. I have not. The, I wasn't going to, but my parents ha- had just got a big screen when that came out. Mm-hmm. You know, they got their 60 inch TV and a Blu-ray player, and so they were very excited to get. Yeah, it was 2009. 
Yes. Yes. They were very that excited was high to technology buy that movie. And, they, and they, I remember watching it from the other room. Every, the whole family said, watch it. And I, I was on the computer in the other room looking, kind of sticking my head in. I, and I, I just, I don't know why. I can't even remember why I didn't want to watch I, it. Like I have seen it several times. I've, I think wow. I saw it once in 3D over at a friend's house who had uh had had the three 3d copy of it and 3d yeah. television and uh i have i have ridden oh yeah uh, not You've been the, in yeah whatever i've been to avatar is. i've been to pandora pandora that's it been See. to pandora i've you've ridden the banshee and i have uh, <laughs> oh journeyed you've plugged your ponytail into the horse yes i've navi journeyed many times so been there done that same weekend i'm sure we're all much more excited for aquaman and the lost kingdom movie so plot details i don't like more uh, more aquaman adventures it says (laughs) bernie's always in it i don't i don't see but but there you go that was a bit the first one was a surprise hit so they're plugging this in for christmas time they're like, let's let's do it up. And then we have the on the twenty first of December, Super Mario Bros. <laughs> With you know who as Mario. Yeah. Liam Neeson. <laughs> Chris Pratt doing all the animated voices for the rest of our lives. Well, and they then, couldn't they couldn't get Captain Lou anymore. Untitled 20th Century, yeah, we're getting that kind of stuff right here. And then the other release, the last release, basically, this is, uh, I, I'm i anticipating this greatly because two of his movies are in my top 10 movies of all time. Director Damien Chazelle is doing a movie about movies called Babylon, about I believe about early Hollywood. Hmm. Uh, cast is Toby Maguire, Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, etc. Catherine Waterston, Eric Roberts. But like I said, he's got a good record for me. I like to really like La La Land and even more Whiplash. So he gets another chance for sure. I will be checking that out. And we have a bunch of movies that don't have dates or, or may not be released in theaters. But, but they might end up being big things, so we're going to list them out here. Hocus Pocus 2 mm-hmm. is going to be out sometime in October. Pinocchio in November, yeah, we did say that. We got uh, that Deep Water movie they took out of theaters. It's going back somewhere online. That's the Affleck, the Armas movie. Prey coming to Hulu. That's the Predator movie. Dan Trachtenberg, who did Cloverfield Lane. Tim Cloverfield Lane, he's doing the Predator movie. Um, at some point, I saw Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers was going to be this year, but but maybe not. But that's the that's the live action movie with Andy Samberg and what's his name, the shoot the guy that just got out of rehab, comedian oh, Mulaney. Yes, that that sounds like it would be good um 
John Wick, Wick 4 got pushed to next year, I guess, since I wrote that down. Clerks 3 comes out sometimes this year. Something called Cocaine Bear. Let's look and see what that is. <laughs> a large black bear on cocaine. Okay. Large black bear fi- consumes the contents of a duffel bag filled with cocaine. Oh, that sounds stupid. Lord, I read, Lord, some, Lord I read something about that real thing that happened. It's like a true story, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it's like a real, actually like a true story. Oh, I'm on board a real for true cocaine story. bear. It's a tale of drugs, planes, parachutes, and one unlucky bear. This epic crime story centered in Knoxville could soon be coming to the big screen. Tenders reporter Cole Sullivan shows us the true story behind the movie Cocaine Bear. Over South Knoxville, the planes play in the sky. But it's what and who fell out of one that caught the attention of Fred Myers in September 1985. Oh, yes. I'm telling you, he was dead. In Myers' backyard, Kentucky drug smuggler Andrew Thornton fell victim to a parachute problem, reported at the time by Action 10 News. While he was not dragged through the trees, it is highly likely that he was struggling on his way down. What caught the cop's attention? It wasn't what police expected to find. Was what he had with him. It was a duffel bag packed with 34 kilos of uncut cocaine, simply marked USA. Worth nearly 40 million in today's dollars, and the smuggler came prepared to defend it. Thornton was carrying survival gear. He was also wearing a bulletproof vest, carrying two guns and extra ammunition. Neighbors said they were not surprised. It was the 1980s after all. Well, I've read a lot about it and. uh... I watch it on the news a lot, so I wasn't ready. But the mystery reached beyond Island Home. The smuggler's plane, running on autopilot, crashed in North Carolina's Nantahala National Forest and in the North Georgia mountains. Shortly after Thornton fell to his death with all the cocaine strapped to his body, a black bear popped up dead from an overdose on cocaine that was dropped by Thornton. The 175-pound animal, now dubbed Pablo Escobar, sits stuffed and on display in Lexington, Kentucky. We have people coming from all over the world to see this famous cocaine bear. Millions in uncut cocaine in the South Knoxville yard, a legendary smuggler and a drugged-out bear. It's a story seemingly ripped from a Hollywood movie, and it's now destined to become one. Reporting in South Knoxville, I'm Cole Sullivan. Yeah, Carrie Russell's in it. Elizabeth Banks, Ice Cubed Kid. Um, cocaine Bear, have, I love it. On uh, board. I'm in. I'm in for Cocaine Bear. A uh, couple other things. Knives Out 2 should come out sometime this year. Really love the first one. I believe that'll be a straight to Netflix. Um, the Gray Man. Also interested in that. That is, I'm going to have to look that one up. I remember, I believe that's the Russos. Um, come on. Chris Evans, Ryan Gosling, Billy Bob Thornton, Anna de Armas. Bunch of people. It is someone, Ryan Gosling plays Gentry. He's hunted across the globe by Lloyd Hansen which is Chris Evans, a former cohort of his at the CIA. I don't know. But maybe it'll be good. What did they did something else other than superhero movies? They had a movie. What did the Russos do? I I don't know. I can't remember. 
but community. Yeah. I'm trying to think with last thing. I don't think Ryan Gosling has done anything since first man. And that was 2016. He's must be making a bunch of stuff, you know, but I like him. Uh, Escape from Spiderhead is an interesting title. Um, it's no cocaine bear, but no. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> Escape from Spiderhead. I can't find it. Uh, the in Adam- 2023, Cocaine Bear v. Spiderhead. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Apollo 10 and a half, colon, a space age adventure. This is uh, Richard Linklater. Um, I think he's reflecting on something from his childhood around when Apollo 11 was. And White Noise is some Noah Baumbach movie. So I like those directors. So we'll see what they turn out to be. There's a, a Sesame Street movie. Thane Hathaway, Sean Levy. A musical inspired by the Sesame Street theme song. The lead characters get lost in New York City and try to find their way. Sesame Street, of course. Just follow that bird. Yeah. That's Muppets take Manhattan too. Ah, yeah. And then uh something called Havoc, which I believe is from the guy that made the raid. Gareth Evans. So I love the raids in my top ten all time, so We'll see what he does. That's pretty much it, unless you guys have some other titles I missed. Well, I, I had one that I had seen on some list, but I guess I don't think it has a release date yet, but I think it's supposed to come out in 2022, is Martin Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, yeah, I don't see it. I, I, yeah, I, would, I, I would bet heavily that comes out next Christmas. You know what I mean? That's yeah. one of those things they might... We'll say later. It, there's no way score it's coming out any day but a Christmas of some year. So it's probably this year. That's what I said. So this is uh an American Western crime drama. It's based on a nonfiction book that seems like the exact kind of book that I would read, but I've oh yeah. I decided I w- wouldn't I would watch the movie first, so I could like kind of watch it fresh before I read the book. But basically it's about um um set in the twenties and it's yeah, there's a lot of murders of a uh, Indian tribe in Oklahoma, I think. Uh, you know, oil barons are like murdering the Native Americans that own the land kind of thing. And it's like J. Edgar Hoover and the FBI has to go investigate kind of thing. So it's a true story, but it's, you know, Leo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, Jesse Plemons, um, a bunch of other people. Brendan yeah. Fraser, John Lithgow. So... That was one of the ones that I, I was anticipating, but I couldn't find yeah. it on any list. So I assume it comes out at some point. It's the, yeah, the birth of the FBI and stuff happened with this. This, this is a, uh, it was supposed to come out last year and then, you know, they're pushing it and pushing it. So, cause it's got like a $200 million budget. They want to make sure you can go see it, but yeah, I'm, if it is supposed to come out this year, I it will be on my list of anticipated, but I don't know if it is or not. So put it on there if you would like. But here's the point in the show, unless someone else has a, a any titles to add, put down your top 10 anticipated movies for this year and rank them. And then we will stop. We will cut out all the math we do here 
for the next several minutes. And I'm just trying to figure out if he even wrote down. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know how, how many of you go into theaters to? You usually let us know how many superhero movies there were and all that jazz. So we'll see you folks back here in a second. All right. We're back. We did all the math, we ranked them. The list has been made. Counting down. I didn't have to do any special things, uh, Jared. Except we did have a tie for 10th place. There's no other no other problems. There was a tie on points on one, but more people liked it. So it pushed it up. So, but at number 10, we have a tie between Babylon and Lightyear. Because Cliff and I both wanted those movies. Uh, well, we each wanted one of those movies. At nine, I'm the only one to have Mission Impossible 7, but it was my number one. So it made the list at number nine. <laughs> number eight, Flash. Number seven, most anticipated movie, Knives Out 2. Number six is The Northman. Number five, I hope it comes out. Killers of the Flower. <laughs> uh, number four, The Batman. Number three, Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Number two, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And number one, Thor, colon, Love and Thunder. Thunder. We skew comic bookie. That's not not, not yeah. a surprise. So yeah, that's a little better than yeah. That's, they had a little flavor in there mm. compared to the last one. I think was all comic books. So it was mm. pretty good. I'm a little disappointed. There's no cocaine bear on that list. <laughs> yeah, I, I I burst out laughing. Jared was sitting here. <laughs> you guys had left. I go down Cliff's list, and it's like uh, I'll read it to you because it <laughs> it cracked me up when I got to it. It was Strange Land at ten, then Bros. Hocus Pocus, Batman, Multiverse of Madness, Black Adam, Flash at number four, and number three, Cocaine Bear. <laughs> then back to Lightyear and Love and Thunder. I was like, where did Cocaine Bear come through at number three out of all that comedy? I love it. I love the title. Oh. The Black it, Panther did not make the top ten. That's surprising. That's, yeah. Yeah. Too many question marks. I'll say I had it a little lower on my list just because, uh, yeah, same way. I'm not quite sure what it's going to be so it's hard to get to yeah it was only on it wasn't on cliff and i's list at all so i wrote down there are 14 colons this year oh is that more or less than how many I, that's the first time i've kept track of colons so okay well we have more or less i have no data to track that again so. and i count 11 movies based on comics and then, like, two, they're just, like, superhero movies that aren't, you know, the, the guy in the basement or whatever. Like, it's not based on a property, but it's a superhero movie. So right. At least 13 in that realm. I gotcha. Well, that's pretty good. Uh, hopefully, at least 70% of these movies actually come out. Right, right. You know. We actually have something to maybe go see here. You know, now and again. So it'd be yeah. nice by spring, summer that you know the world got back a little bit to normal, and 
could look. Yeah, we're pretty to far into this to not be able to count on that, but that's the way it is. Well, you know, uh, it's interesting. Um, I, I don't want to bring down what we just did, but uh, I, I was watching a video guy made a point about all the streaming services and Disney Plus and movies coming out direct directly to HBO Max and all that stuff. And his opinion just being because he lived in a uh, metropolitan area, he was making a point about how in the big city nerve wracking it was for him to take his family to a crowded movie theater because he, in the, he said in the back of his mind, um, he, he always had, you know, was checking for an exit strategy and with gun violence and, and things happening so much before the pandemic, um, about this, that how much of a difference it made for him just to be able to watch it at home you know, pop their own popcorn, sit at home, watch it, be relaxed, be comfortable. And he's gotten so used to that. Now he, he, he just recently went and watched something or other. And he was like, it was not a good experience for me. I did not enjoy it. I just thought mm. it was something I, that had would have never crossed my brain, but it was an interesting point because like we were talking earlier in the, in the show, just, you know, how how it used to be with the packed theater and just the anxiety levels now and not wanting to be you know sit around too many people and that type of thing so uh just another... we're just lucky where we live because like any of these right. movies coming out i don't care how big a movie spider-man came out there wasn't much bigger movies than that in the last couple of years and i sat in a movie with like 10 people yeah. but you know like it, it, i can go at four o'clock in the afternoon that friday and nobody's going to be there and 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 it's you know so I have the ability to watch these movies in a way I consider plenty safe for a yeah. vaccinated person, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, so I, I just hope they come out and it, but I do love that, you know, you have a greater chance of being able to see them at home if that works better for you. So. Yeah, I definitely, I, these last couple of years, I've definitely seen a lot more current movies mm -hmm. having the option to stream them. Yeah. But like I said, Spider-Man, it was a nice reminder the people cheering in the theater and the applause. Yeah, the experience like, of it, yeah. That's, that was a good, oh yeah, that, that's what you get out of this. Like it was a good, after a couple years of having almost none of that, that was, Spider-Man was a nice experience. Yeah, Spider-Man, you know, that was obviously the first one that we had gone and seen in theaters after, gosh, it had been a couple years, I would say. Um, but my daughters, who are now nine, ten this year, and in the meantime, watched all these U movies. So that was kind of the first one that we all got to go watch and see as a family, all six of us. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's not cheap to go to take six people to the movies and buy some popcorn. Right? So Heck it's like, no. I, I love the options. Oh, Just yeah. Doing it at home, streaming it at home saves me a little money out of my out of my wallet. But yeah, it was nice to kind of get out there and experience it in the theater. But. Yeah, I'm never going to complain about having the option to, to do it at home. One <laughs> one trip to the theaters, how many months of Disney Plus for you? You can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I definitely am all about. Let's uh, upgrade the home theater and just, you know, watch it at home. If uh, there's a lot of stuff I could have went to the theater that I didn't anyway, mm -hmm. even as easy as it is, and it's cheap as it is for you know just me and my son to go. It's like I'd. I'm all, I like to stay at home. Home is good. 
So anyway, hopefully you got lots of stuff to look forward to in the coming year. I'm excited about a lot of these movies. I mean, and, 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 and we don't even know. There's a ton of stuff. Like I said, this is usually the mainstream stuff. There's a ton of stuff that we will be surprised by by the end of the year that are coming out, I'm sure. So take it from us, the podcast that advocates staying home, knowing yes. nothing, yes. learning nothing about the movie, and then complaining about it afterward. That's it. Kapow. Kapow. Punch those movies and yeah. those previews in the face. <laughs> so, well, thank you for joining us, Jared, for our annual tradition. Thank you for having me. Oh, there, there we go. <laughs> That'll work. All right. Hey, happy new year, everybody. We'll see you at the movies, maybe. My name is Jordan Lewis. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow the Pop Culture Podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share. just randomly has cocaine bear really high on his <laughs> list i'm reading in all these obvious things and then cocaine bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs>